Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Well, I mean, I suppose it's not very good news on the front of the the COVID cases. Uh, Hard to get them below 500 is a bit depressing, but our own Ronan Moyles has been following what's been happening at the Neffet press conference and he joins us now. Good morning, Ronan. Good morning, Gillian. Well, what was the atmosphere like last night? Yeah, look, it's it's been pretty much the same um, as it has been over the last maybe a week and a half or two weeks now. Um, look, it's it's the situation is static it's, um, when it comes to numbers and early indications that the numbers are creeping uh, back up, although uh, quite slowly. Um, I suppose there's been a 9% increase in the last week compared to the previous week in numbers. Uh, yesterday, 606 new cases reported nationwide. Uh, um, 13 of those uh, were here in Limerick, um, 21 the day before in Limerick. The average case number here per day over the last five days or the rolling average over the last five days is 13 per day, um, which has seen Limerick kind of drop down that. It's awful almost to think about it as a league table, but, uh, you know, um, it, it is, you know, the, the, the rate per 100,000 here has fallen quite significantly, but I suppose the national picture is that things are, we're kind of stuck um, around five 600 and that's been the atmosphere at the, at the, at the briefing for the last uh, number of days. So look, we're, we're only a couple of weeks now from, um, well, next week is when the decision will be made as to what we can do about restrictions. Um, very hard to see what they can do. Perhaps a 5k limit, not much more, I would say. Yeah, and, and you know, you make that point about Limerick's not doing so badly at the moment, but the message seems to be that they're not going to go for independent lockdowns or, you know, locking down the more serious cases. So it doesn't really matter how well we're doing um, in terms of restrictions. We're all going to be facing the same level. Yeah, it's been ruled out um, pretty much. It was ruled out in the doll by um, Leo Varadkar yesterday. Uh, it's been previously uh, ruled out at the moment anyway at, at previous Neffet uh, press conferences. Uh, I, I think their approach, uh, they do have a sort of a localised approach when it comes to actually testing and tracing. You, you you mentioned it there briefly about uh, you saw the lines outside the walk-in test centres that have opened in Dublin and Offaly um, where there are kind of very high instance rates um, where, you know, I suppose they're trying to, to root out uh, a particular problems in those areas. But in terms of the restrictions themselves, uh, not much sign of them going for that approach. I suppose the point they make is that, look... Ireland is, we sometimes forget, is a very small country in, in relative terms. Um, a lot of movement around the country. You can be from one side of the country to the other in two and a half hours. Um, you know what I mean? So it's, it, 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 they don't seem on that basis at least, uh, to be looking at that approach. We did hear people, we, you've heard in Live 95 you, this morning, um, uh, of a number of people we spoke to yesterday. Uh, there seems to be a public opinion that perhaps that's the approach that they would like to see. But again, authority at the moment ruling it out. Yeah, I have to say myself, I'm I'm half wondering is the reasoning behind that because they recognise people's patience isn't what it was last year because we did have local lockdowns last year in places like Kildare um, and I think it was Leash, wasn't it? As well, yeah, as well. Leash, Offaly and uh, Kildare. Yeah, uh, and they seem to work quite well but perhaps now they're recognising people are, are moving around a little bit more and they mightn't be as effective. Uh, yeah. Tell us what's the, the latest then on the, the vaccines. I mean, we see there there's a, a 98-year-old in County Clare 
hasn't got her vaccination yet. But do we have numbers for the whole country and where are we going with it? Yeah, sure. So by the end of this week, um, it looks like we'll have close to 750,000 vaccines administered. That's either one or two doses. Um, They're expecting they will significantly scale up their supply um, from the end of this month moving into April. I mean, you know, they they do receive a lot of criticism and perhaps rightly or wrongly you may think that, but it's quite clear that the supply has been the real problem. They have pretty much been um, vaccinating people as quickly as they get uh, the vaccines in. Uh, they are obviously holding some back um, for second doses and things like that. Um there, the Johnston Johnsons is the other thing that will contribute uh, to the vaccination program in the next quarter. But I mean, there hasn't been a, a target, unfortunately, that they have yet met uh, when it comes to uh, vaccine numbers. We're hopeful, obviously, and everyone's holding out hope that the supply issues that have been um, experienced right across the EU, it has to be said, will be resolved. But I think a lot of people are are quite sceptical about that. However, Roland Lynn, again, he, he is trying, after receiving a little bit of criticism, you may remember, um, over some of his messaging, um, is now, I think, trying to be a little bit more optimistic. He says um, that once, you know, um, what's on the horizon is a return to the normality we haven't seen since 2019. He seems to believe that quite strongly, but he says uh, people just will have to be a little bit more patient, but I don't know how much more patient people can be. Okay, well, from Ronan Glynn to Ronan Moyles and now to Ronan Madigan. <laughs> Thanks for that, Ronan Moyles. Um, Ronan Madigan, the, the harbinger of doom at Newcastle West. What are you predicting over the next 10 days in terms of figures? Um, well, I wouldn't have referred to myself as a harbinger of doom. I just have tried well, That's to what I call as, you. <laughs> yeah, I just try to be as accurate as possible. And as you know, uh, my strike rate hasn't been too bad over the last 12 months. Um, yes, cases are rising, as Ronan points out. They're rising 9% per day. You mentioned the regional thing. The reason that won't be done is because Dublin is a major problem. Dublin has actually gone up 14% in the last week and went up 14% in the week before as well. It's an East Coast problem. Cases, I think, with what's happening at the moment, within about two weeks, our case numbers will be up about 300 a day for for four reasons. We're doing about 15,000 tests a week more this week than we were. Then the mass testing will be about another 17,000 tests in the next week. Extra schools, back movement of kids, and the 10, 9-10% rise anyway. Build all those in, and that's about 300 to 320 cases a day we're probably likely to rise in the next two weeks. The vaccine and the prospect of a vaccine trade war. Uh, Micheál Martin's kind of been very strong about this. He doesn't want to see the EU, I suppose, introducing uh, any restrictions there. Um, What sort of a threat does it pose to us all? It is making things very difficult because these vaccines are, it's a very complex operation with, you know, almost 200 components from 89 different factories in different countries going into making these vaccines. So it is very complicated. I think part of the problem is there's an internal war going on in the EU. And I think, you know, Michal Martin's stance got a little bit of a slapdown at the meeting last night. And I think something that wasn't really picked up on properly was what Emmanuel Macron came out and said last night. Uh, he had such a dig at Ursula von der Leyen last night when he praised America for doing a much better job at vaccine procurement last summer. In other words, he was saying, 
Donald Trump did a better job than Ursula. Now, there is an internal war going on in the EU at the moment, and that is not helping because the EU has been dysfunctional since the very start of this pandemic and has playing catch-up all along the way. So there's a lot of that internal fighting which isn't helping the stance that they want to take on the whole vaccine issue. And what about the public mood? What's your own sense ahead of, you know, everybody has been talking about April 5th for as long as I can remember now. What do you think the public mood is around what's happening? People are fed up. They are just sick of this. Uh, when you have the vast majority of people doing everything they possibly can, and then they see a minority of people who are just doing their own thing, who literally don't care what happens one way or the other. And that is incredibly frustrating for people. And it's one of the problems for those of us down the country as well, especially with this this five-kilometre rule. I think, you know, it's hard to justify the reasoning behind it. And if you're in an urban area, five kilometres will get you to virtually everything. But if you're out in rural Ireland, five kilometres mightn't get you to your nearest shop. Uh, so that has really started to get at people and people, especially now as the weather is getting finer, people want to get out and about. They want to exercise. They want to get some fresh air. I think, you know, people have spent a, a, so much time in their homes now. They just need to get out and there needs to be some little bit of a release. And with the hospital numbers coming down and the ICU numbers coming down, is there a continued argument to keep the restrictions going? The problem there is that the hospital numbers and ICU numbers are only dropping at about 10% uh, per week. Remember, we still have over 300 people in hospital this morning, 312, and 75 people in ICU. The problem there is that is a very high base to start with because if these case numbers keep going up as they are, you will see by the middle of April, which is about three weeks' time, and here I come by a little bit of doom, you will see extra hospitalization again by the middle of April. One of the problems in this country is we don't watch what happens internationally. If you take the situation they have in France, they have over 5,000 people in intensive care in France with COVID right now. Last week, in their 30 to 39 age group, the number of those age group in ICU went up by 22%. Young people are getting sicker and more ill with the new variants and there will be a spillover into hospitals in about three weeks' time. So the base will last. Yes, it is coming down it's much slower than it was, but it's a high base to start at if you're going to see figures creeping up again. Okay, that's very, very worrying. Um, indeed, you know, uh, what's happening there in France and younger people. Maybe it's it's the wake-up call that the younger people need to hear is that they are more at risk than they have been in the past from this. Ronan, we'll leave it there for this morning. Thanks for that. I'm sure we'll have you on again uh, fairly soon in the near future. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.